viewer discretion advised. Thank you for joining me again. Um, it's been really hard doing podcasts about my life because there's so much going on in the world with Black Lives, Brown Lives Matter. And my heart is heavy. Um, my heart is excited. Uh, my heart is mad. I'm, I'm, I'm going through this transition like everybody else. So... I don't want to keep talking about it. Let me rephrase that. I don't want the podcast to be strictly about that all the time. But at the same time, this is my fight. This is my family fight. And this is my fight for my child. So it's a hot topic for me. So I'm going to give Black Lives Matter a break on this podcast and try to give y'all some funny stories and jump to how I feel about Black Lives Matter on my Wednesday drop. I'm uh, I'm gonna try to do both, right? Uh, These stories that I'm about to tell, I should have looked up the statute of limitations before uh, I say some of these because I was just terrible. I mean, what can I say? I've done some things, and as I reflect on these stories, I just remember like these are serious things that could have turned out tragic. And because I'm blessed by the higher power, and He had a reason for my life, and He covered me in a lot of mistakes that I made, um, I'm just blessed beyond belief when you hear these stories. And I thank Him for that. And If me telling these stories hurt the people that were being that it happened to, remember we were all kids. It was mistakes that you, I, and whoever made. I am sorry for those mistakes, and this is no pun on you. This was just situations in my life that show how stupid kids can be and how we don't as kids don't take precaution and think about one mistake can destroy your future. And that's funny that I said that because that's something me and my daughter was talking about that one of the lessons I used to tell her is it's okay to make mistakes but try to avoid the mistakes that destroy your future. If you notice that here lately, um, there will be no commercials in my podcast. Um, I will not be promoting anything. And I'm just going to say it. If it's not a small business or black owned, brown owned, I can't support it. So I won't be doing any advertising. Um, So if you got a business, a small business, black owned business, and you want to 
do you a little shout out on the podcast, go ahead and send me those and I'll drop it in there and I'll support y'all. But that's just where I'm at in my life. Um, anybody I offend, I forgive you. It is what it is. All right. So let's jump into this first story. Let's 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 take it down a notch and let's get a little funny. So you guys already know that I am uh, a little klepto, right? I still. That's, that's just what I did as a kid. So there was this one story that um, the couple times that my mom was in my life, she had bought this little car, and whatever the situation, the car was left. Uh, of course, my mom said she left it to me. Of course, my granny feel like it's her car. She could do what she want to do with it. Um, it's just, and you'll find out little stories how me and granny used to bump heads that way and stuff like that. That's just what me and granny did, right? That's our relationship. Gotta, you gotta hate it, beloved. it. Uh, so, me, and like I said, I'm calling my baby daddy because that's who he is. Uh, me, him, and other people from the neighborhood would take the car and we would go joyriding at night. We'd wait till all the parents were asleep and we would um, jump in the car and we'd be gone driving around. And I don't have a license. I'm just driving. And so he would try to teach me how to let the wheel turn in my hand so you could tell I'm still a rookie. And Granny tried to get smart and take the license plates off the car so we couldn't steal it at night. So then we just upped the game and we would go take turns on which parent, whoever had a car, whatever parents had the car, or whoever had their car out at night, we would just take their plates off their car and put it on the car we wanted to drive, which was the little brown beater. And I wonder if they remember that. And we would just be riding around town. Uh, I think what stopped us from, from riding that car, we were driving down the street and I think we went on the south side and they were in the middle of a little war. So when we rolled by and we was trying to speak, they got scared and pulled their pieces out on us and was finna light the car up because they didn't know who we were. So it was like we was hollering and screaming and we took off down the street and all of that. And it was just, time back then was rough. People used to just shoot at people for no reason. Like, well, Everybody got a reason, right? And that takes me into when people say black on um, black on black crimes. Like, why do we think it's okay for uh, us to kill each other and get mad when cops or other race kill us? The only difference I can say to you is I don't believe on black on black, but at least black on black ain't because we're black, right? They got beef for whatever reason. They got a legitimate mad about something or however they feeling they feeling they just didn't walk up to them and kill them because they were black that's the difference but there is like i said there's no such thing as black on black when you got white on white when you got latino on latino so until you start exposing them for what they do to each other don't come at us about black on black we want to live free all right see i keep going back to it i apologize so that's how we used to steal cars and stealing plates from other people's cars the next incident. If you remember back in the day when you had your car and we used to do this thing where the music bumping and you would drive a little bit and hit the brakes so your, your car rock on the beat. Do y'all remember that? Did y'all used to do that? Well, we used to do it, right? So we'd be 
let the car, you know, coast a little bit. And when the beat drop, you hit that brake and you bounce the car, and the, and you just keep going and you're bouncing. And me, we in the, we after a basketball game, we in the parking lot, and this one girl, she was supposed to be my best friend. That was my ride or die. Like, like I done things with this girl, like helped her moms when they was in a situation she had she held my cash when I was living that life you know that was just my homegirl wasn't none of that gay shit it was just my ride or die she was my best friend and she used to work like her, her mom didn't have a car and the uh stepdad used to treat her bad or whatever the case so she didn't have a car I used to drive her like 20, 30 minutes away from where we stayed to work every day. And then she only worked like four hours. And then I would be back and pick her up and just ride out. Never paid for gas or any of that, right? So we, we, this is who I rock with. So at this particular time, she was in front of my car while we rocking and bouncing, rocking and bouncing, right? So me not paying attention that my car is inching up to her because when you rocking and bouncing, you kind of got your head down and you letting the car coast a little bit, rocking and bouncing. So I got too close to her and I pinned her knee into the other car, right? I instantly hit reverse jump out grab her she hollering her knee we throw her in the car we were i stayed at the hospital dang so then we take her to the hospital right the police come ask a question and he's the police said to me she said it was somebody hit her and she described the car and i'm looking like oh that's what she said well yeah that's what happened can you describe no i don't you know all i know she was so i went with her story she and I appreciate that she she lied for me, right? So we got her situated and we took her home. So whatever happened when she got home, whether her, I don't call her my mother now, whether her mama convinced her to do what she did or not, it, it's cool. This, this is my problem with it. So what happened was a couple of days later, my grandmama calling me, trying to find me to tell me that the police said my car was involved in a hit and run. I'm like, a hit and run? What they talking about? So I'm confused, right? Um, so I go down to the police station. So come to find out, her and her mom went and changed their story to the police and told it was me. And they trying to sue me for uh, damages, okay? Yes, if you wanted to hit my insurance, that, hey, I'm not mad about that. What I'm mad at and what the betrayal is, if we rocked like that, then why not call me and say, hey, we need to change our story, blah, 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 we got to get the insurance, but have a conversation with me. Because when your light bill was due or your mama was stealing money out the drawer that belonged to me, you had a conversation with me then. You understand? When y'all needed money for this and that, you had a conversation with me then. When you needed a ride back and forth, this and there, you, you had a conversation with me then. So when you wanted to get some insurance money for this accident that you had, why not have a conversation with me then? Put me in on the game. You understand what I'm saying? That's where I felt was betrayal because I had done too much for you and your family for me to find out that you put a false police report on me. So I told what happened. Right? 
you get in your feelings because the insurance company saying you lied at the hospital and whatever the case may be, whatever, however you got paid out, you felt like you didn't get enough or whatever the case may be and all this mess that went on. At the end of the day, I wasn't mad that you made the report. I wasn't mad that you went after the insurance. I wasn't mad about any of that. I was simply felt betrayed. Like, come holler at me. That's just what that's what loyalty lied to me. Like, you went after a scheme and you 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 and your mama wasn't woman enough to come talk to me and tell me about it. And all I'ma say to you is you lost a good one. I, I, I was the best friend. Anybody know me when I was your friend, I was your friend. When I hated you, I hated you. Simple as that. Uh, so then, my last car story. Now, when I talk about this car story, I, I love this girl with every bit of me. That's family. She's everything to me. And when I laugh, I hope I don't make her mad. She just got to understand. Now we can laugh about it. Back then, I wasn't laughing about it because it was serious, right? And this was the worst. And she protected me like no other, right? So I will always have love for her, right? So, again... I'm driving. I got about one person on the passenger side. I got four, three of three people in the back, I believe. And we ride through the neighborhoods and we just coasting. So we get to this one neighborhood where where all the guys be out hanging out and everything. And two of the girls decide that they want to sit on the roof of the car and just, you know how we used to sit on the roof of the car and talk. Me, being a new driver, immature, I'm speeding, right? So they on the hood, I'm speeding, like, fast. I'm going fast, right? And got the windows down, got the music blasting, and we having a good time. And one of the guys hollered. Yo, Nick. Right? Remember, I'm speed. Nick don't think. I don't coast to a stop. I just flat out stop. Right? And throw the car in park. Jump off the hood. I mean, jump off the car. We talking. We hanging out, chit-chatting with the guys or whatever the case may be. And we come back to the car and one of the girls that was on the hood come flying back to the car and she hollering and screaming and crying and everything. And I'm like, what's wrong with you? And she was like, I fell off the car. And so right now I see the blood coming out of my mouth, right? But it's like under her chin, 
right? So we like, oh my God, we can't stop the blood. So I run into a house that I that I got the keys at in the neighborhood that I'm in. We try to clean up all, get her to stop bleeding, but it's just gushing. It won't stop bleeding. So we get her back in the car. And again, we at the hospital. I stay at the hospital. So we end up taking her to the hospital. And she tells a story that she fell out the car, fell out of the car, um, which saved my life um, for being just in jail or whatever the case may be and again I roll with her in this story but so back to the original story so what we what we discover as we in the emergency room talking and everything when I did that mad stop one of the girls was already holding on the one that got injured she's still waving and being fast at the guys hollering at the guys so when I stopped she wasn't ready for it so the passenger said, you know, I saw something fly by my window. And it's like they had their hands up and their mouth was wide open. She was like, what did I see what I see? The guy said that he seen something tumbling down the road, like doing circles down the road. But he just thought it was a paper bag or something. Nobody knew it was her. Right? And... The funny part about it is, it never even triggered in our mind that she wasn't over there with us talking to the guys. So I'm trying to figure out how we missed that. So at the end of the day, those were serious things that could have happened. Um, this girl had stitches in her jaw. I can't remember if her jaw was broken. I know we... Uh, fractured some ribs if I'm not mistaken I know she had some pins or something that had to be put back in her hip or it was just a lot of unnecessary damage that was done to this young lady and what's unfortunate about that is we as kids don't realize how being stupid can destroy your life. Like we were literally stupid and I could have lost her that day and I'd have been in jail for whatever reason because we chose to be stupid and careless and reckless. So those are the type of um, stories that I tell my child and make her understand. It could be a simple mistake and lead you down a path that you're just not ready for, right? And then I lead that into saying that we got to make our kids like, even though we say my, if my child did what I did, I'd kill them. But you got to kind of tell your kids your stories, right? You got to make them understand so maybe they can hear from you like how if you had a second chance, you would have done X, Y, and Z. Put them up on game, right? They ain't got to live the life to understand the game, but at least talk to them, be honest, and let them know that there's things, like, you could be stupid, like, you could be in the car with people, and the person in the back got the drugs, and you know they got the drugs, and they put them in your seat, guess who's going to jail, right, so you gotta kind of be careful who you're around, and the things that you do as kids, to not discredit or put a wrench in your future, right, uh, make sure you out there teaching your kids about the credit score, right make sure you out there teaching your kids that 
owning property, right? Because these young kids don't want to own nothing. They just want to be, everything got to be disposable and be quick. But at, at one point, when you're in your 20s and 30s, yes, everything can be disposable and quick. But when you get in your 40s and 50s, now you got to start trying to find a foundation. But if you do your foundation at 20, when you're 40 and 50, you ain't got to work as hard as we working right now. So teach your kids that. Teach your kids banks. Keep Teach your kids how to use credit cards appropriately. Credit cards are not a bad thing. You just got to learn how to use them appropriately. Teach your kids how to balance checkbooks. Teach your kids our history, right? Teach them how to make it financially, emotionally, physically, and mentally. Prepare your kids. Because they are our future. And whether my child is my future or not, I want her to have the best future she can possibly can. So prepare them. Teach it to them. It's never too early to teach your kid how to spend money. So I'm going to quit preaching to y'all. I hope y'all laughed a couple of times throughout the car stories. Uh, I understand I'm not fully there yet, right? But I know I got to give you guys something to uh, get you through. I appreciate all the comments, the feedback, the love that you've given me. Um, I got to uh, shout out to Tank McNeese. She's been doing them face masks for me. Um, I love them joints. Them things is good. I got to give a shout out to Ashley Moore for the shirts that she's been making for me. I'm, I'm loving them joints. Uh, reach out to me. They, they, they doing great things out there, everybody. So while I'm plugging them, let me go ahead and plug me. You can reach me on all platforms, Instagram, Facebook. And Twitter. It's X Believe Me or Not. Don't forget there's a book out there. And soon. Just Us. I can't remember the second name. But book two will be out there soon. Alright. I'm coming for y'all this year. We gonna make it. Remember. Black owned small corporations. Small businesses. All day long. Let's get it.